Hi, welcome to Cheat Talks. My name is Chiamaka, aka Amax, and I'm the host of this amazing podcast. If you're new here, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've been here before, thank you also for returning. You know the drill, so let's just get right into it. On this episode, I have with me my mom, whose birthday is in a bit. So I decided to have her on this particular episode. For some reason, she doesn't care to know about what she will be speaking about here. Because when I told her, I was like, oh, mommy, I would like to have you on my podcast. She's like, yes, because she has been craving so hard to, you know, be on here. But she doesn't know what we're talking about. And she doesn't want to know. I don't know why, what she thinks she's coming here to do. But let's just get right into it. Okay, mommy. Mommy, you're just smiling. <laughs> okay, so mommy. Yeah. So I'm dedicating this, ep- this particular episode to you. Because I want <laughs> people to know. Because I'm very sure they're going to learn from this episode. Okay. So you're turning an undisclosed age on Sunday. <laughs> oh, I want you to tell me how it feels. How does it feel to, you know, age? Yeah, I feel so great, you know, that... Um, my birthday is just um, on Sunday. I feel so happy about it. You know, just remembering the goodness of God upon my life and how God has kept me alive to this day. I'm so happy and I'm grateful to God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, everyone feels grateful to God about aging. But what is that particular thing? Like, apart from God, you know, because yeah. everyone has the right to feel grateful, yeah? Yeah. What is that? What are those things that you, you know, reminisce on? Like, how does it really feel like to turn that age that you're... Like, if you look back, like, a few years ago, you were a lot younger than this. Sure. And then now you're turning this age. Like, yeah. how does it feel? Yeah. I feel not too happy because I'm missing my <laughs> useful age. <laughs> you know, things I do before, I mm-hmm. find that I cannot be doing them again. You know, yeah. I'm getting older. gradually getting older and older. Now. So I'm not happy about it. But I also <laughs> thank God that I'm healthy. I'm, yeah. I have children, lovely children and yeah. blessed children. So that is giving me an encouragement that... Yeah, God has done so well to me. Oh, mommy, you keep on bringing God into everything. <laughs> okay, so what are the things that you wish you had done earlier? Yeah, I would have uh, wished, sure, that um, my business, you know, would have gotten blossom more than this. So if you had, you know, started yes, earlier. Yes, if I had started earlier, the things I know now, how I'm running my business. Before, eh? You know how I'm taking my business serious. If I had known it before, I would have gone a very long way, way in my business. Okay, so yeah. you feel like if you had I, done some particular yes, things, I didn't really, you know, take charge. Can you like charge. go deeper into it? Like, in what way did you not take charge? Yes, I feel like um, I didn't really concentrate. I didn't really know the meaning of what it means to put more effort. And I didn't really have vision, you know, that vision that would drive me to do well, to achieve great success. Yes. So at the time I realized I need to, you know, be more focused. I need to, if I have put in more effort that I'm putting now, that I would have gone a long way. So I encourage you. <laughs> Mommy, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, so why do you think all these things happen? Why do you think you did not know what... Like, why do you think you did not know all these things earlier? Probably because of my background. Okay. Yeah, my background and... Um, you know the what will I say the background? You know where you know where the, you came from. Where you came from? You know you believe that a woman should just be in the house, marry, have children. Yeah. Just your husband so, will do everything, everything for, you. for you. So then that was it. So you so it was more like back then you tell that oh you was just meant for you to get just married. Just to be a graduate. Get, Actually, get that, that was how it was before. Like, before women then, were you know trained to yes. just. Be to prepare for being yes, a housewife. Being a housewife, marry your husband will take care of you. You know, without yeah. you making an impact. impact. But now I've realized that a woman can also make an impact make an by impact. doing your thing. You know, working hard, yeah. making a mark, but, making an impact. But, but mommy, like when you got married, you were a banker. Yes, that means that you were not really preparing for being a housewife since you went into the banking industry. Well, yeah. When I came out from school, you know, because of the orientation and the background one was coming from, just mm -hmm. come out of school, get married, have your children, be comfortable with your wife, with your husband. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't really know. But what made you to go into the what made you to go into the I bank? found myself in the bank. How? Yes, I found myself in the bank. I How? wasn't even planning to work in the Are bank. But I came out from school and I and I did my youth service in the bank okay. and I was retained. Okay. So that is so, so I started working in the bank. So because they retained you. Yes, and then working in the bank. Wow. Yeah, you know those you, you might not even know what you really want to do after, yeah, school. after school. So it was not like it's not like and then now. You worked in the bank in, you worked in the bank for how long? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yes. And while you were working in the bank, you were just doing it. Okay, well, let me just work. Get my salary, take care of yeah. my children, you know, the vision. But now, you know, I've really... And let me, let me tell you guys there. something. So, let me give you guys a short story. Now, when my mommy says she began to realize herself, like, so many things happened before she could realize herself. We went through a lot before she could realize herself. When she stopped being a banker, it pushed her to do things that she would never have done before. But I think we're just going to go like into it like later on during the episode. Can you quickly like give us um, a recap on how growing up was like? Okay. <laughs> it was a long story. Oh. Mm -hmm. We thank God everything. God has been so faithful to me. Oh. Mm -hmm. Everything is on God. Oh, <laughs> Everything is on God, you know. Growing up was, I would say, is, I had a very rich upbringing. Mm -hmm. We are just comfortable. Comfortable. And plenty. And plenty. <laughs> because I grew up from a polygamous family. My, my father married up to nine wives. With so many children and so many wives, about nine wives. So my money, my mother died very early. So I grew, I grew up with my father and my brothers because my mother had us four boys and a girl, which is me. I'm the yes. only girl of my mom. Mm -hmm. So growing up was like um, we are just okay, you know, with only our father. How was it like for you? Sharing for for us. Well, mm, 
you know, I grew up for for a girl, a, a, a baby growing up without a mother, it wasn't that comfortable like that. It wasn't that okay. It wasn't that a very good it wasn't a good experience. Do you think that kind of had something to you know? Do you think that kind of had a lot to do with you as a person like growing up? Yeah, it had a lot of um uh impact, negative impact on me. <laughs> Yeah. I think you're going to see positive impact in a way. Maybe shaped you. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It, yeah. Maybe it must. Yeah. Like I get like growing up. You know, growing not up, having a mom. Yeah. I have don't have a mom. In, you know, growing up with a father and four boys. I was actually a tomboy because <laughs> <laughs> I do almost what the boys do. Do yeah. You know, I go around with them. It's like no, 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 nothing like petting me or treating yeah. me like a girl. But, so but I was you know, like a tomboy. But, but right now, you know, growing up in that kind of space, you're meant to. Um, it made so strong. Shrewd. Yes. Yeah, I know that it made you strong, but mm. we to come to that. Mm. But I mean, you're expected to be very shrewd and angry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you know, yes. but you're not like yes. that. Yes, I'm not like that because I was before. But as I was growing up, I noticed I was like behaving like a man. Mm -hmm. So I decided to calm down myself. I advised myself. Oh. I don't want to be like this because I found out that I was not behaving like a girl anymore. <laughs> I was so strong, so, you know. Yeah. So, so you had to tell so yourself that. So I had to that. advise myself to calm, I need to down. calm down <laughs> in my behavior, attitude, and character. Character. Yes. Oh, that, that's because really I don't really have a mother to even tell me down. So Gosh. I. As I was growing up, just advised myself, seeing other girls like me and their behavior, I decided to advise myself to myself. calm down. That's really nice. I mean, if for anything, one thing I really admire about you is your strength. And I don't, and you meant you made mention that you got it from, you know, kind of growing up, you know, what yeah. you went through. But I know that you as a person, in fact, we as a family, you know, we've gone through a lot and I've seen you go from having a lot to totally nothing and then going back to having a lot so can you shed some light on this how did you do it can you if i mean if you don't mind telling your story about everything that happened and you know what inspired you to get back on your feet how did you feel when you were going through all those yes yes i would say that that i got it from my background yeah you know because i didn't really have a very rosy background yeah, having only a father taking care of me we managed hustle, a lot hustle. Hustle. that hustling spirit, hustling, that hustling spirit that training like a man and all that mm -hmm. helped me a lot so when i came out of um, university i got i did my i i did my national youth service yeah. and i um in a bank union homes so there i was returned you know, I hustled my appointment short there, you know, with the hustling spirit in anyone that has this hustling spirit, anywhere you go is hustling, mm -hmm. you must yeah. hustle it out. <laughs> so I, I got returned in union home. So I was in union homes, I was returned permanently. And I worked in union home, in union homes for over 15 years. I rose to the position of assistant manager. Right. And, and I was our job was terminated with yeah. no entitlement because oh, wow. our job, our, our, our union homes got distressed. Yeah, so we were laid off. 
So without any money with me, nothing. I didn't come out with money. So seeing myself not having any money again, even to take care of my children. And if I could remember, that was when you actually got back from America. You know you traveled and you came back. Yes, I came back, you know, I went to America, I came back and I said, I came back, my job was terminated. I just went on After holidays. After spending the whole money. Yes, I went on holidays, on vacation, <laughs> and I came back, you know. After some time, my job was terminated and I had no money mm -hmm. again. No money because I didn't plan for the... Yeah, it was the, the, it, Yes, I didn't plan for the retirement or for the for terminating my job. I didn't have any any stress of any belief that my job would be terminated. So I came back to the street again with nothing. <laughs> to the street? Yes, yes. Okay. Coming from being an assistant manager with nothing and nothing to fetch for the family, the only job I got that time is a crest supervisor, to work as a crest supervisor with even people that are not educated like me. Mm -hmm. I saw insults from all those people because <laughs> they don't even know anything, yeah, you know. So. Being the level I was coming from, so it didn't really suit. But, but you I were still able had to, to manage your relationship. Yes, I was like able I to still manage the relationship with their kind of poor behavior, you know. Then I was selling egg too. My mom you know, sold egg. I sold egg there. So as I was there, I one of my friends came from US. They established a very um beautiful, a very great hospital. They established they a hospital, hospital first yes. class hospital. So I was invited there, and so. they got me employed to be front desk, oh front desk. Um, <laughs> a front desk officer. Front desk officer coming from a bank as a manager, assistant manager, working as again as a front desk officer. Officer there, so it was there I managed to got money to travel to America because my visa to America was still valid. Hmm. I had to go let to me, America. Let, let me shed a little. Let me shed a light because I, I think I can remember everything yeah. that happened. So when my mom like lost her job and everything, it was like, wow, what are we going to do? And then we were in, we were in like Caleb and Caleb was paying like how much? A lot that mm. time in get. So my mom didn't have the money to pay our school fees anymore. So we had to drop down to a really low school entirely. <laughs> and then every time I would come back from school, my mom was like, oh my God, I don't like how you poor are looking. Okay, you guys are not going to stay in this school next session. Like, I'm going to find a way. Like, and my mom, was, she didn't have all that money. But ever since, like, her job got terminated, she still, like, found other ways, you know, to come through. Like, that hustling, that provision nature was, like, naturally. And you would do anything just to provide she would do anything just to provide for her family. So she kept on looking for ways. She worked um, in a crutch. She sold egg. She she then, before you then got a job at that hospital. And at the time when she got a job at that hospital, things were really bad that we lost like our accommodation. Because how much were they paying you? 100,000. 100,000 is not enough to fend for children where their school fees is 100 and something thousand. Mm. Do you get? So it was, it was really frustrating and really bad. So that whole degrade in, you know, your financial status, how, how, how did you feel at that point? I felt so bad. It wasn't easy. But I don't have to lose hope. I keep working. I keep 
you know, I keep looking further, believing God, praying prayerfully, and all that. So I managed to go to America for, for another trip to America to see if I would be able to do some do work, some work in you know, in America and get some and get some money. So I worked in America for five months, five months, and my visa was expiring. And I had to come back to Nigeria again because I don't want to stay there looking for papers and I don't know when to get the papers. So I don't want to be stranded. Mm -hmm. Leaving my children in Nigeria and being stranded in America looking for my paper, my stay. So I had to come back to Nigeria. And as I came back to Nigeria, I didn't still have enough money. Enough money. Then my children were already Wait. homeless. My we're children homeless. were living in my brother's we house. We had to, you know, move to my yeah. mom's brother's yes. house because yes. it was so inconvenient. But it, was, it wasn't really a good experience, you know, living with a brother that has many children. Six you know, children. Six children. In a in two-bedroom two bedroom apartment. apartment. Right. So it wasn't that easy. But we still had to move on. We still had to continue working. I sold chinchin. I sold crayfish. Fish. I sold uh, dry fish. I did all sorts. And I was believing God, praying to God, please God, give me a work. Give me a job. I don't want a work anymore. I need a business that I can earn money millions. So let, let, me, let me take it from here and, you know, shed also more light on what happened while we were there. <laughs> so before my mommy got back from America, things were really terrible. But she kept on sending money to us. I mean, right from America. Yes. We're still living okay, but things were really bad because she had to like cover up for the school fees of four children, even while she was in America. So you know that whole scenario and we were staying at my uncle's place and it was very inconvenient. She sent the money they to had take like, care of a few people in my brother's house. Yes, she was sending so they had like six children and you know it was a two-bedroom apartment and then we were four living in that house. So that's like ten children inside the house. Mm. So you know, obviously if you're in a space where it's not your space, there's no way you're going to feel comfortable. You're going to be treated somehow because of the current position that you are in. It's more like you are, you know, begging and pleading someone to, you know, stay Please in allow house. us to stay. And you know, there were there were so many um there were so many troubles. There were so many um fights. But my mom, hey, mommy, I hear you. <laughs> like my mom was able to manage relationship. Like even me, where I'll be angry, my mommy will be smiling. Like like she's she's. She she shows love like irrespective of her surrounding. Like if you are if you are showing my mom hatred and you want to fight her, my mom will show you love. I think that's one thing I've learned from me. Like irrespective of what people do, mm -hmm. not that you're going to let them take you for granted, yeah. But you just let them. You tell them what you don't like, but show them love. You tell them like with love. Do you get? Mm -hmm. So while we were there, my mom showed love in every aspect. Like, ha, hey. <laughs> She showed, like, if I could remember, even where a fight was going to bust out, my mom was like, she, ah, she handled everything very well. So while we were there, my mom, my mom was just trying to find means for the whole family. We, you got back from America and we're still there a year. Yeah. We're still squatting in my mm -hmm. mom's brother's mm -hmm. house for a year. Mm. And then every night I'll see my mom, she'll wake up, she'll be praying. Oh God, please help. Hey God, my mom was really with God. Like she, 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 <laughs> every night you see my mom praying. And then even me, I could not contain it because I wasn't used to that kind of situation. And then all of a sudden, 
Yeah. I'm living that kind of life. Do you mm. understand? So it was really painful to me every day. Like I'll be crying. I'm like, God, what's happening now? You know, show up for us now. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> show like ah no 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 no. If I could remember, it was really really bad. Show up for us, you know. Then all of a sudden, one day, you know, my mom's friend, my mom got to know about a an opportunity that really elevated her big time imagine going from broke to having millions in your accounts like it was it was it was so unreal and guess what my mom while working in the banking industry had already purchased lands while she you see i feel like everyone should actually invest in landed properties like it is very very compulsory so even when she was broke she was not she was broke in cash yeah but she had assets assets she assets. had in abuja, abuja have us in abuja, have Kuruja, have Lagos. In so it was so it was like yeah she did not have she did not have physical cash yet so when she you know when god blessed her rapidly like it was like a joke <laughs> i don't think i've ever been happy like that so when god blessed her you know Immediately, she took the money. We're contemplating renting a house and yeah. actually building yeah. your house. And then we're like, uh, if we rent a house, because we wanted to move out, tap, tap, or yeah. nobody wanted it's to waste up. time. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're contemplating between renting a house and building her own house. So then we thought about if you rent a house, that's so short term when you have a house of your own that you have already started building yeah. previously. Yeah, sure. So my mom built a house. My mommy that is a you know financial person that she's also built a party where she rented out to people. <laughs> so even while we were squatting in the house, she already rented the house out yeah. like a particular session to some people to start living there. Yeah. So in, she started recreating wealth like at that point, you know. Like I said, I feel I really want people to pick out lessons from this story that I'm telling you. So when she she inconvenienced herself. She would have. She would have as well said that. Oh, let us move, move out, out first yeah. before we start thinking about sure. people that we were going to rent mm. out to. But we we stayed there over six months. Yes, trying now to rent we even rented. We are still staying there and got and you know make our money yeah. from the rent. To we made our money from the rent the side to even living. build and develop more. Decide that we were going to stay, and then. From there, you know, my mom, hey, every day, my mom will leave the house early in the morning, you know, prospecting, you know, telling people about what she does. And then, so far, my mom has, like, been able to recreate millions. So, if I could say, if I could speak based on, like, based on everything that she has said, I think what I'll be picking out is, every situation is very temporary. Yeah. But what matters is, like, what you, you do, how do you manage the situation. It? How you do it, yes, and what you do during that situation. Yes, did you go ahead fighting people? Do you go ahead pouring your frustration on people? people. In fact, when you are in uncomfortable situations, I think that's when you show love. Yes, when you be friend to everybody, be friend to everyone. Because even even like my mom, what even helped her in her business is her relationship, her network, even up to now. Yes, because people have seen how honest and how. My mom is so honest and how how much integrity she has. And people trust that. That's why they are willing to trust millions of naira with her. Yeah. So if you're, you know, um, operating your day-to-day activities, always remember to be trustworthy, to have that spirit of honesty in you. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're working in a world where you're working with people who have been duped. 
people who are insecure, people who are careful of their money. Yeah. So what is going to make them to entrust huge sums in your hand? You need to be honest. You need you need to be accountable. So what really helped my mom was relationships that she built, her network. So people knew how to be so Christian-like. Yeah. People knew how to be so loving and, you know. So that, that was what really helped her. So apart from that, another thing that I learned from my mom's story. Yes, God factor too. My mom is very, very heavy on God. But another (laughs) thing I also learned from your story is that in a situation where you want something and it's that that thing that you want, you're not getting it. Feel free to do other things in between. Anything you can do. You cannot be here and there's nothing wrong with expecting a huge sum amount of money. But like, before you expect that one, before you get that one, can you puzzle out some things, you know, for Anything yourself? Your hands find you doing. Lay your hands on something at every point. Because you can't just say, oh, I'm going to jump from zero to billions. Yeah. No, like there's a process. Be, an assistant manager in the bank selling, selling fish, producing selling... chin-chin, yeah, mommy, packaging, it, to <laughs> packaging it and selling it, marketing it. So irrespective of like the former situation that you were in, that, that's your former situation. You are in a new situation and you don't let that former situation determine what you do in this new situation because you know where you want to go to you yeah. know what you want to achieve yeah so my mom is a really like she's a living testimony and she has really inspired me a lot especially when it comes to my financial areas and that's why i can't afford to settle for less because i know that this money thing money is good here but it's 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 you enjoy it more when mm. you do the right things to yeah. get it yeah. you it's something that you would you know you would just love having if you can just do the right thing to do it so money would come here for everyone who is like searching or looking for means to get money open your ears to opportunities don't don't take opportunities for granted because god is going to speak to those people that know you or people around you to bless you so you need to be open to opportunities around you my mom just got a call from me a friend of her about a business that changed her life yeah yeah so those people around you that have been telling you, oh, come and do this thing now. I really feel, and you can see it's evident in their life. Mm, it's evident it in their life, mm. and you know you doing your research, and you're like, nah, don't worry. So you know you could just take out time to get to know it more, get and to know see about it more, it works for you. and see whether it works for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we have come to the end of the episode oh my god i really like this episode so <laughs> i mean thank you all for listening to this part i mean if you if there's anything that you really want to share or ask you could send me a message at max on instagram thank you for listening to the end of this episode mom do you have anything to say ah thank you very much it's her birthday my birthday and i'm happy with my birthday and i give glory to god <laughs> For adding another beautiful year to my year. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.